Welcome back to Country Conversations. My name is Joey, and as always, I am joined by... What's up, man? It's Chris over here. What's up, my man? How we doing? We're doing good. What about you? Good, man. It's been a long time since we've done one of these, it seems like. It has been. It's like we do one, and then seems like only a couple weeks, but then a few, <laughs> a few months go by, and then we decide to do another one, so... That's right. We had to hop on for this though. This is our this is our favorite one. This is the best one we do in our, in our eyes anyway. Every year, actually, it's not been that long. Uh, we did a CMA recap in November, so a couple months. That's right. That's but yeah, right. this is our 2023 recap episode where we talk about the best and worst music of the year. This is tr- typically and traditionally we are just using our opinions on what we liked most from the year. So when we say best and worst, it's our best and worst. Um, that may differ from yours as a listener, and that's okay. That's right. Let you us can, know what you think. Yeah, let us know if you agree, if you think we're stupid. Feel free to drop <laughs> a comment on our social media and let us know. We're open to all opinions, and we have that's right. no shame on whatever you like. So we hope that you would hold the same respect to us. No, I'm just kidding. You can say whatever you want. That's right. It was, <laughs> a, it was a good year. There really wasn't that much terrible music this year. 2023 was one for the ages, man. It was man. the year, maybe, maybe, maybe the best year ever. It oh, that's a bold take, but not it's up there. Not too hot of a take, like not too. That's not too far fetched. That's yeah. Twenty twenty three was monstrous for country music. It really was, man. I'm, but, I'm sitting here looking at the list, and it's wild everything that happened in country music this year. I think last year we did a top ten songs, and this year I ha- we had to expand to fifteen. Like I just. I was texting Chris last night. I'm like, man, I can't narrow it down to 10. Like, there's so many that I really like. I could have probably done 20. Yeah. But, yeah, there's so much music. And, you know, you had the heavy hitters this year. Wallen, Combs, Zach Bryan. I mean, Jelly Roll was up there. Bailey Zimmerman. Stapleton had a new album. Stapleton. Who else did that? Riley Green had a new album. Megan Maroney, Ashley McBride. Yeah. Hardy, Ernest. Like, And I'm sure uh, Justin Moore, I think, put out an album or like a might have been only like eight songs. I can't remember, but oh man, uh, Randall King dropped some new music. Aldine put out a record. Aldine put out a new record. Tyler Charles Childers had a had a big big uh, record on the indie yeah. scene. Cody and Johnson. Cody Johnson. Yeah. Cody, Cody I mean, Johnson come on, <laughs> man. This this was a year, man. This was it like. Really- it really was, man. It was it was crazy. And I mean, the bell bottom country for Laney didn't come out this year, but it really hit this year. So, yeah, I mean, it took I mean, off. It's, it's it was it was a crazy year. It was insane, man. And I mean, we've talked about it. Twenty twenty three being huge over the course of the year last year when we did like our intermittent episodes that we did throughout the year, and yep. now to see it like recap, it's crazy. Do you have any? I, this is kind of impromptu, so uh, don't feel pressure. But do you have any stats from last year? Or like top uh, songs, yeah, like top Billboard song stats or anything. You want oh to yeah, yeah. I've, I've got. I mean, pretty pretty much the the when it comes to when it comes to songs, you know, last night by Morgan and and Fast Car by Luke are pretty much dominated everything. I mean, yeah. um, air airplay streams sales and all uh, genre. Yeah, but then but then I mean you know you've got you got um, Richmond North of Richmond by Oliver Anthony. You got try that in a small time by Aldine, and you've got. I remember everything by um, Zach and Casey that went, all three of those went number one all genre. So Crazy. there were four different songs, country music, that went number one 
all genre billboard this year, plus Fast Car, which was number two for probably three months. So I mean, has that ever happened? Like at I least know, I mean I don't even know. No, it's I feel never like we been, should know yeah. that, but yeah, that's it's never happened, right? No, it's never happened. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. making history in twenty twenty three on the country charts. Yeah, I mean, really, really were. Like, I mean, literally. The, the, the year-end chart for the top artists of the year, country music had three of the top six artists in Morgan, Luke, and Zach Bryan. That's the first that's, time that's happened, too. Yeah, first time that's that yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, these, this modern era of country is cool, and people are loving it, too. Like, you know, people that maybe weren't necessarily country fans growing up or in the last few years are, you know, coming over to the genre and really enjoying it. So that's awesome. Yeah, I think you just you can find, you know, there's there's so much variety right now that you can mm-hmm. find something that you love. I mean, if 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 someone looked at Morgan, Luke, Zach Bryan, Jelly Roll, Laney Wilson, you know, Kojo Stapleton, everybody's kind of got their own thing that they do. It, nothing sounds, you know, I mean, we've talked about this before, but the bro country era, everything kind of sounded the same, and now everything yeah, yeah. is 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 different. So I mean, it's so diverse. It's a it's a good place. It's a good place to be. I mean, Tyler Childers, and I don't know if this was 2023 when it officially hit mainstream radio or if it was earlier this month in January, but just had his first mainstream song go to radio, I guess you'd say. Like, his first song go to country radio. That's crazy. With In Your Love, which is crazy with all the great music that Childers has put out over, over the last decade, even longer than that. And... It's just now happening. But that's cool. That's just showing the variety that country radio is kind of being forced to adapt to. Yeah, I'm I'm super curious to see what's gonna happen like next this year, next year, mm-hmm. as as we go forward, because so many of the acts that have broken big are not mainstream acts. I mean, if you right. you know, obviously Zach and Tyler and even if you look at, you know, Turnpike Troubadours and Charles Wesley Godwin and Billy Strings and oh, I mean, yeah. there's all these acts that are they can sell out arenas and play festivals and stuff and they're not played on the radio anywhere. So I'm you know, I'm curious to see if mainstream's gonna hop on that or if it's just kinda you know, gonna Talk stay to similar to way the way it is. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see, man. Yeah. I think didn't uh Luke Bryan's latest single it was like the first time he didn't go number one or something in a long time. If ever yeah, I mean, if not ever. You know, I was gonna, I was gonna say, you know, it's kind of a new guard, and it, and it is obviously. But then yeah. you got people like Al Dean that just hold on, man. Yeah, <laughs> He's still crazy. having smashes, man. It's wild, man. It is. Let's get into it, man. Let's uh, do it, man. For those who doing you, first. Well, for I was gonna, yeah. Let's do, let's do sh- top five shows that we went to first. Okay. Each like respectively, it. like your top five, my top five. So okay. if you're new here, thanks so much for joining. We appreciate you tuning in. Typically, what we'll do is rate our top. Depends on how we're feeling for the year, but this year we're doing our top five shows that we went to, and then we'll do our top 15 songs, throw in some honorable mentions, and then we will rate our top five albums, uh, probably throw in a couple honorable mentions for that category as well, and then we're going to talk about some of the uh, worst music of 2023, (laughs) or what was our least favorite anyway. That's right. That's right. So I'll I'll kick it off, man, and also for those that are new, the way we do our ranking is lowest to highest so if we're doing top five we'll start with five and work our way up to one that's right so my top five so my fifth favorite show of, and i went to a lot of shows last year my fifth favorite show was parker mccollum in cincinnati oh man parker's good life yeah it was hit after hit the crowd was engaged packed house awesome show 
You saw that at Andrew J. Brady. Yeah, that new venue downtown. That's cool, Cincinnati. man. How, how was it? I haven't I haven't made it yet. Uh it's cool, man. So they have like an indoor like arena. It's small. It's I think it only holds like forty five hundred people, maybe roughly. But they have like an indoor arena type thing, but then they also have like an outdoor venue as well. So in the summertime, they do like outdoor shows. Ah, oh, that's cool, man. Um, but he, this was back in like February of last year, about almost a year ago. So uh, it was indoor, but it was cool, great show. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I've I've seen Parker a couple years ago, and he's he's killer, man. Oh yeah, the crowd, the, the ladies love him. That's for sure. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> number you, number five, I have got. Um, I was I was trying to go back through through all my shows, and uh, for some reason, this one stuck out. For number five, I saw I saw Clay Walker this year, Ooh. and I was not expecting the crowd to go as wild as they did for Clay Walker. Was that I think when Randall and uh, no, that was a couple years ago. This, yeah, this was just Clay, and I think it's because he's so freaking good on social media that oh, yeah. like young people love Clay Walker. <laughs> like, oh, he's a it, marketing it, genius. Of he really is. I mean, like of all the '90s guys, he has like been able to figure out the social media game better than almost anyone else. And I'm telling you what, this show, it only had like, I think the place we saw it, it only holds like 1,500, 2,000 people. And it yeah. felt like 50,000 people were there. I mean, these people oh, were yeah. going wild. And it was it was just a fun night. It stuck out. It, I uh, haven't seen I'll remember it. Clay. That's awesome, man. I haven't seen Clay yet, but we got tickets to see him on February 2nd here at Lori's Roadhouse. Oh, that's going to be awesome, man. You're and, going to yeah. It's going to make your top five this year, I bet. Oh, I bet, dude. <laughs> it's, it's I'm going to go. Man. It's uh, the wife, my mother-in-law, and me are going. So, oh, uh, that's awesome, man. Yeah. I, I invited my mother-in-law to go because she loves him, and uh, she bought <laughs> she bought our tickets to go. So I was like, oh, you didn't have to do that, but thank Can't you. Can't beat that, man. Yeah, that was super nice. It was a birthday gift for me. So That's awesome. Um, yeah. So that was cool. That was really sweet. But uh, anyway, number four for me. What you got? Uh, this so this is kind of cheating, but I'm gonna go with country concert in Fort Laramie, the festival. Man, that's not cheating, man. That's a show right there. It was loaded this year. We went to the Saturday show. Headliner was Luke Bryan, but also there were appearances by Bailey Zimmerman, Jelly Roll, Ernest, Priscilla Block, Zach okay. Top, Tracy Lawrence. I mean, come on, you can't beat they, that. That's a lot. They know how to do it, man. And Luke yeah, Bryan. Nice. Say what you want about the guy's music, but the dude puts on a show. It's a fun show. Like it really is. Even yeah. if you don't love his music, like it's a party. Everybody's having a good time. He's up there acting crazy. It's fun. <laughs> He's so, getting crazier and crazier, man. And Jelly Roll actually <laughs> sold that. Yeah, he is. Jelly Roll really sold that show for me. Like that was the first time I'd seen Jelly Roll live, and it was amazing. That's a show right there, man. I'm yeah. surprised that was number four. That's, whew, buddy. Yeah, That's awesome. it was tough. I threw it at four, though. That's but right. What about you, man, number four? Num- number four, I have a show that I didn't really want to go to, <laughs> which sometimes <laughs> those end up being the best ones. But yeah. My, my buddy my buddy that, I, that oh, I've known yeah, I know since I was born, going. he was like, oh, you want to go see, uh, you want to go to the Healing Appalachia Festival? And I was like, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll go, you know. And the headliner every year is Tyler Childers. And... It was one of those things that, like, you stand outside for 10 hours to get to the headliner, and you're exhausted, and it's freaking muddy and it was rainy, raining, and right? you just want to go home. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. it's like, holy crap, man, There's this is, you know, 20,000 people out in the middle of a field, you know, listening to uh, Childers, and it was just awesome and it's just it's just awesome i feel like my 2024 list is gonna be like your 2023 list because i'm seeing childers 
in June for the good Lord willing for the first time. In oh June, man, so. you're a, you're a bigger uh, you're a bigger fan of his than I am. So I know you're oh. gonna go. You're gonna love it, man. I almost pulled the trigger and bought tickets on his uh, New Year's Eve show because my birthday, you know, is New Year's Eve, and he was doing yeah. that show in uh, Lexington, and I almost did it, but that's right. I was like, I'll wait till June. I'll wait it out. But uh, cool, man. Number three, and. If you'd asked me a year ago, I would have said this one even made my top ten. But I've got to go Morgan Wallen and Columbus as number there you three. Go. That was such a fun show with Hardy, Ernest, Bailey, Morgan, and then my two buddies that I went with. We had a heck of a time. We tailgated before. Uh, you know, it was at the Shoe in Columbus, the Buckeyes Stadium, and uh, man, it was just. Way better than the last time I saw Morgan, I'll say that. That's awesome. And I, I was supposed to be there with you that night, and crazy stuff happened. But, yeah, I, yeah. but I'm glad you had I'm glad you had I know, we missed you, man. Yeah, it was, that's right. It was a heck of a show. And the way we got the tickets was crazy, because it was like the week of, and we had to get single tickets, then cram in a, a bleacher seat together. It was just a whole thing. <laughs> that's awesome, it was, Those are, like you said, like those one-off random shows that you don't really plan on going to or you know, wind up being the best usually. So That's right, man. That was my number three, man. What about you? Number number three was was like probably three or four weeks ago, and it was Ashley McBride here in Charleston. First nice. time she's ever played Charleston, and you know it's another you know it probably holds fifteen hundred two thousand people, and we we were pretty close. And I did you know I wasn't really sure how Charleston would hand you know uh, I didn't know I just didn't know if you know if if it would sell out if the crowd would be super into Ashley because every time we've seen Ashley it's either been in a bigger city or she's been opening for for Combs and it I mean the people like she's just a it's another example of like not needing radio because you know Ashley's only had two or three radio hits and the crowd knew every single word and it's like Ashley's such a badass that like oh yeah dudes love her and women love her and like you know, Southern rock people love her, and she just freaking can sing better than almost anybody. And I mean, she it was can just, own a crowd, man. She really can, man. Like, and it was, and she's just gotten. I mean, we've been seeing her for years now, and she's just gotten better and better and better. And this was by far the best show that we'd seen of her. So I think the last, it was, it was oh, cool. Sorry. Yeah, I think no, the last good, time man. I saw, or yeah. not the last time, the first time was when she opened for Luke. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And I don't remember what year that was. 18, 19, something like that. Probably. Yeah. I can't remember, but man. Yeah, we love it. We're huge fans of Ashley. And, uh, That's right. You know, my wife, she's a huge Ashley fan, so uh, we listen to her quite a bit in this household, for sure. That's right. She's awesome. But yeah, man, number two. We got a two. I'm going with big man, Jelly Roll in Cincinnati. I know Ooh, I kind of put Roll. Jelly Roll as part of the Fire. festival, <laughs> but, dude, holy crap, talk about a show. Like, And that was when he was on uh, TV with the People's Choice Award that he won or whatever it yeah. was. That's so awesome, And. Just a, say what you want, just a genuine dude, though, like, just a, that you can tell is just grateful for every opportunity, every opportunity that he gets. And he collabs Absolutely. with everybody. <laughs> he, he's just thankful to be embraced by Nashville, and... He's the hardest working man in Nashville. <laughs> oh, he's hustling, man. And is it's crazy, man. And, like, some, some may say the music isn't very super country, but, like, listen to the words... Some of it might have some, like, rock slash hip-hop influences a little bit, but, like, I don't know. There's a lot more stuff that categorizes country music that sounds a lot more poppy and hip-hop than this. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I loved it. It was, like, a revival, man. Like, 
he he's another people, one that can yeah, own a people crowd. Connect to him better than anybody right now. Oh, I yeah. mean, like he might have a lot of haters, but the people that love Jelly Roll connect to him stronger than anyone because you. I mean, he is talking about real. real stuff, like yes. real stuff. His story is real. His he's very personality is real. It. Yeah, and he's just. I mean, open book, man. He really both is, of them. Him and his wife, Bunny. They're just. He's and that's awesome, man. you want to root for those kind of people, man, that just make a change and do yeah. things for the better, it's so, awesome, man. and try to use yeah. their past, uh, bad, maybe bad experiences to help others. So that's right, man. Yeah, man, that was my number two. I can't wait to see him again. Yeah, me too. I I haven't seen him yet. He came to Charleston, and I wasn't able to go that night, so I'm oh, super pumped to see him next time. That's right. Number number two. Uh, I'm surprised. I mean. I think we'll get to what number one is here in a minute for both of us, but uh, oh, yeah. I really, I really figured that this would be number one when I saw it, and it was the, uh, it was called the Judd's final final tour, but you know, as as everyone knows, uh, Naomi died before before the tour started, so mm-hmm. it ended up just being Winona uh, here in Charleston, and it, and she had uh, Tanya Tucker and Martina McBride with her, and. It's one of the only shows that I've ever been to in my whole life where you could feel the entire crowd like, like, emotionally carrying her the whole time. Like, it, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know you, you've been to hundreds of shows. I've been to hundreds of shows. Like, you know, the vibe is different at every show. Like, so, you know, oh, yeah. some sometimes it's a party crowd. Sometimes it's super like chill. Sometimes it's sometimes people aren't interested. Like, you know, I mean, every every crowd is different. And this crowd literally was like, it was like going to church because there were older people, younger people, like, um, but everyone was there to, it was like, they were there to support Winona because, yeah. you know, I mean, they've known her and her mom for 40 years and her mom had just died and it was just like a really, like, different experience. Plus, Winona, even now, can sing better than almost anybody and she's got mm-hmm. all the Judd's hits and her hits and it was just it was just a killer night that probably, you know, she Winona's going to keep touring, but she's going to play smaller venues. So yeah. to see her in a massive arena like we did is super rare, and it was it was just killer. Yeah, man. I remember when you were talking about going to that show, man, and that's just emotional time for country music fans for sure. Absolutely, man. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I couldn't imagine being there for that, man. Like you said, it was it's awesome. like going to church, I'm sure. Yep. Number one, I don't. Number we, one. <laughs> it might be different, actually. Really? But I've, I so I kind of grouped a couple things together for number one. <laughs> yeah. And I'm talking about our run with Luke Combs this past year. <laughs> I'm counting right. both Nashville nights and Pittsburgh as one whole like group. So well, and the fan club. So it's four. Oh, dude, I didn't even. When I was making my list, I didn't even think about the fan club party. Yeah. So we're we're smashing four shows into one right now, and we're just That's gonna right. say Luke Combs. And <laughs> if you're listeners of this show, you should not be surprised. I so I think the fan club party was like super special, super it really was. super yeah. intimate. Only like a couple hundred people, if that. I mean, it didn't even seem like there was two hundred people in there. Maybe no, two hundred. Maybe yeah, it was tight. I think was there was awesome. maybe like a hundred and fifty people, like yeah, tops. And I got to take my son with me. And That's right. that was so cool. You know, he's, for those of you who don't know, he's a little guy, he's six, and he was so pumped. He got to give Luke Combs a high five at the end. Like, that was such a cool moment. Uh, but, but man, I, my favorite out of the four, and we met Luke in Pittsburgh for the first time. We got the meet and greet, which that That's was right. freaking awesome. Bucket list, like, fanboy moment. But, dude, I got to go Nashville weekend. That was just, like, 
Dude, the pit, the pit, the man. pit was insane. <laughs> yeah, we, the it really night was, one, and it was impromptu because they didn't even announce Friday night until a week before. So we got the tickets on the fly, pretty much. Like they announced the pre-sale a week before the show, got the tickets. You, if go back and listen to our we met Luke Combs story, and or yeah, I think that's when we talked about Nashville. One yeah. of our Luke Combs episodes from last year. Go check it out because I tell we tell the story in depth about our Nashville trip and going to Pittsburgh and meeting Luke and everything. But that that weekend was just insane because we did Friday night in the pit, and then we were in the lower bowl Saturday, yeah. and it was, it was like crazy man. It was somewhat two different set lists. It was mostly, I would say, like seventy-five to eighty-five percent was the same, but they they switched up a couple songs, yeah. and it, it was almost just like a continuation of one. It was like one big concert over two days. I don't know how to explain it, but that's right, man. We're we're gonna do it again this we're year. We're running it back, baby, home, in Cincinnati. <laughs> we are. Right. I don't have to travel for this one. Combs is coming home, baby. Let's go. That's right, baby. And we're yeah, doing it the same way too. Pit on Friday, nosebleeds right. on Saturday. I'm pumped, man. August will right. be here soon enough. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, that was my number one. That's what that's what I had at number one. I had I, I had. I mean, the one I wrote down was the was the Friday night pit show just because. Oh. I you know it was just great. I mean, was that great. was that the closest you'd ever been? Uh, other than Columbus, when we went to that acoustic show, yeah. Thing. But I mean, gosh, we were right. I mean, we were right on know, the stage, I mean, like yeah, I mean, it's, like a foot away from him when he came over to us. Like that was crazy. I mean, when you're in a stadium and you're up high, which is usually where you, where we are because we're cheap. Yeah, <laughs> well, we got so many it, shows. We do. A yeah, show. I mean, it's it's amazing. Yeah, and um, I mean it's it's a ten out of ten experience, but like when you're down there in the pit and you turn around and see sixty thousand people oh, dude. singing and into it, it's a it's a crazy experience. Nothing like, it, like man. Yeah, it's it's crazy, man. I'm I mean, getting pumped. I've always made fun of people that say that they that they don't uh, want to go to a show unless they're unless they're in the pit. Yeah, and I still will because <laughs> I because I just want to be in there. Yeah, I just want to be. <laughs> but in the I, I but I get it now. I mean it's yeah. a, it's a different experience. Yeah, yeah, man. It's you, it's just you feel more connected almost. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. But like, unless you've been there and done that, I guess you wouldn't really understand. But if you That's get the right. chance, get you some pit tickets and go see your favorite artist. Don't buy on StubHub or resale though. Just yeah. get the presale code, and it won't be as expensive. Okay. Still not cheap, but it won't be as expensive. But yeah, man, it was no. a, it That's was our a, shows. Uh, lack of a better term, it was a hell of a year for our live That's shows, right, man. man. We could talk Can't about. Beat uh, it. 20 more that we did but yeah let's roll let's into do songs yeah man. top 15 songs we, we can kind of roll through some of these quick I, and some of these i kind of like moved around some of them could have been at 10 some of them could have been at three or four i mean like there was just so many good songs yeah, it was um, really really great it was really hard to, to narrow it down and i know that we we always say that we try to i think you even were able to do um, a different artist for each one. I've got a. I've got. I didn't. I didn't put more than two for anybody. So, but I do have oh, a I couple that, that yeah. multiple people. Yeah, I could have definitely put multiple songs for a couple different artists on here, but I tried to only do one song, which I did. I was able to pick one song per artist for my top fifteen. Yeah. So if your favorite song, guys that are you guys and gals that are listening, did not make the list, that doesn't mean I didn't like it. It just means I I can only pick one. So. That's that was right. the rule I set for myself. But uh, number fifteen, this one might be a, a sleeper surprise for some of you. But I put uh, I put um, sixty eight by Nolan Taylor. Ooh, I don't know if you've heard that or not. I I've heard it, but I don't really know it. Yeah, it's it's a very like emotional, 
personal song that Nolan wrote, and he's an Ohio guy, shout out. He's from uh, very close to where I live, actually. Uh, Batavia, I believe. Blanchester or Batavia, I can't remember. But he's from, like, really close to where I live. And it's just a really close song about the struggles that he faced growing up and currently with, like, his mom and her addiction and stuff. And uh, just very, if you haven't heard it, it's 68 by Nolan Taylor. you got to go check that out. That's awesome, yeah. Yeah, super super intimate personal song that really kind of took him off. Like, I feel like I, I that's the first song I heard of, of his, like just somewhere on social media. And I was like, wow, this guy has got a voice. That's cool, man. Yeah, man. What about you? 15, number 15. I've got one of the biggest hits of the year oh, and man. probably the, and probably the most unlikely <laughs> and the most divisive uh, rich men, North of rich. I knew it. I, I was literally going to guess it before you even, I was going to make a oh, punchline North Richmond. North of Richmond. That's right. Dude, that, I mean, Oh, that's, I mean, that it's was easy to think about. Yeah. It's easy to think about like the, like the, the story around the song and like, you know, him coming out of nowhere and, and it becoming a hit and then it becoming controversial. Like it's easy to think about, but if you only think about like this dude writing that song, the production, the words, mm-hmm. like that's what country music is. Like, he's, oh, yeah. I mean, Dude's I mean he absolutely killed it, you know? And, and, and he's uh, humble guy. It's awesome. Yeah. And I mean, he's straight. We shooter. got, we got, we got tickets to see him in, in May. Me and my me and my buddy that that I went to the Childers uh, show with oh, nice. are going to go. Where and, uh, where's he? Charleston? Or, uh, he's coming to Huntington. Yeah. Oh, close. Enough. Yeah, about 45, 45 minutes away. But um, that song, man, it's gonna live on, man. That song. Oh, that's it's got, got legs, man. Yeah, it's all timer. All timer. We're going to see him in Indian Noblesville, I think, near Indianapolis. That's cool, man. In June, maybe I can't remember. Yeah, somewhat sometime in the summer. Me and my brother and our buddy. So that'll be a good one. It's going to be a wild time. Uh, number 14. Well, you got a 14. I've got Who's Rear View by Jason Aldean. Oh, that's a good one from that record. Yeah. I, I'm i going back, but I'm an Aldean guy. Like, I've always liked Aldean. I don't care if we're country or not. Uh-huh. Like, that's just, he's always been one of my guys. And, yeah, I love that song, man. That was, there was a few on that record that I actually surprisingly liked pretty well. Uh, but when I was making my list last night, I was like, that. It's got to be on there. So, who's rear view by Jason Aldean? Good one. What about you, bro? Number fourteen. I'm shocked this is number fourteen because this is top five <laughs> material. But number fourteen, I've got "Whiskey Bent" by Kojo and Jelly. Oh, that's a good one, man. That's a good one, man. Jeez. They sound so good together, and you wouldn't think of Jelly and and Kojo together, but it it just works, man. Yeah, for sure. That's a great one, man. Yeah, it's good. Number thirteen, I've got "Hang of Hanging On" by Randall King. Ooh, it's a good you, one. You love Randall. Oh, Randall, I love Randall too. Yeah, I can't wait till he comes back around here. I, I was checking his tour dates, and every, you know he's anytime he's within a few hours of here, it's on like a Tuesday or Thursday night, and I'm like, ah, oh, I can't travel during the week. But yeah, can't That's wait right. to see Randall again. He's one of my favorites. What Number about you? Thirteen. I've got um, "We Don't Fight Anymore" by uh, Carly and Stapleton. <laughs> that one's beautiful, man. Yeah, I mean Stapleton doesn't sing much on it, but his voice is like a perfect harmony voice because it's haunting, mm-hmm. you know. And so on a song like this, Carly's doing the the heavy lifting, but you know when Stapleton comes in, you know it's Stapleton, <laughs> and it's just a it's a classic country, you know, duet oh, heart heart heartbreaker. So and a lot of people online were kind of like complaining, like oh don't call it a duet. All he's doing is singing harmonies. I'm like, but that almost, I not almost. I think that like propelled the song like you said yeah, his, his harmonies are just 
haunting. And yeah, beautiful song, man. So good, yeah. Number 12, man, I've got Straight and Narrow by Sam Barber. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I really like that one a lot. Sam that's taken has, off for him. Yeah, My goodness. He's had a huge come up the past year or so. Another one of those acoustic, not mega production, overproduced guys like your Zach Bryan's, Tyler Childers. He's you know fallen into that that mold, so to speak. Yeah. But it's so um, good. Just something unique about him. And uh, yeah. what's that? He did that cover of that. Forgive me if I'm using the wrong title, but Dancing in the Sky. He did a cover of that. Yeah. And that was just amazing too. I thought, but yeah, man, I gotta go Straight and Narrow by Sam Barber at number twelve. That, that's awesome. That's a good one. Yeah. Number number twelve, I have got, and I doubt you know this one because this is a deep cut that probably <laughs> almost no one knows. But yeah, it's called Minor Imperfections by Charles Wesley Godwin, and Ooh. he's it's from West Virginia. Virginia. Yeah, yeah, he's from here. So I mean, I I follow his stuff because he's he's close he's close by, and it's just it's about his granddad and his dad mining, and just kind of everything that they that that lifestyle was like going underground and coal mining and and uh, just kind of how it kept families together and it's just a if y'all haven't heard it go go give it a listen it's a it's a killer track you know i i did listen to that whole album so i know i've heard it i just it's not ringing a bell to me i'll have to go back yeah. and revisit it no, that was, the album one. was great like yeah and he's i'm taking he's taking a big step a lot uh thanks to to zach Bryan and uh and joe rogan that's awesome man you gotta love <laughs> to see right. that good for, Absolutely, good for charles wesley godwin well you got it at 11 number 11 i've got Light On in the Kitchen by Ashton McBride. Oh, man, what a song. Beautiful song. And, like, you know, we just sang our praises about Ashley a little bit ago. But, man, she just delivers on this one, dude. Could have easily been a top five. But, like I said, a lot of these songs on my list are very interchangeable. Like, but It shows you how strong this year was. Yeah. It just – I I loved it. It's one we listened to in our household quite a bit. But there are ten more that I felt (laughs) – that I listened to a little bit more last year, but yeah, great song. That's right. Great song. So yeah. good. Number number eleven, I have got uh, what I think will probably be Riley's Riley Green's next single, uh, Mississippi or Me. Oh, dude, I I really like that one. I liked Riley's record a lot. Oh yeah, Riley's Riley's consistent man. He puts out stuff yeah. that, that people like you and I are gonna like. Cause he's, <laughs> yeah. He's real. He's country. He's he's singing about he's just you know, the stuff boy. that people care about. Yeah, he's yeah. good live. I mean, it's he's but Mississippi or me is. I mean, there's nothing. There's nothing special about this song. It's just a. It's just a good it's song. Catchy. Yeah, it's just catchy, catchy for sure. I, I I just keep going back to it. Here we go, man. Top ten. Top ten. I'm bringing this one in hot with a Hardy track. It is. I don't know if you know this one. It's Screen by Hardy. I do not know that. Off one. the Mockingbird and the Crow. It is. Not one of his heavier hitting songs, but it's basically the the theme of the song is how basically how we're so hyper focused on like technology and screens and video games and cell phones and all this stuff when we could be enjoying the real luxuries of life like going outside, playing baseball, going out, you know, just enjoying yeah. nature and the world instead of just being attached to screens all the time. And uh, yeah, that one it came out in February on the new Artie's latest album. I almost said new, but it's about a year old now. But uh, yeah, if you haven't heard "Screen" by Hardy, that is a good one. I, I give Hardy some some uh, hard times, but man, he, that boy can write a song. 
Oh, yeah, his latest, which I don't want to get too off tangent here, but that quit that he put out, <laughs> I, I love the story behind it and the motivation, yeah. but my gosh, dude, what the heck was that? That was crazy. <laughs> but anyway. He's, he's he's willing to take swings, and sometimes they're misses, but which sometimes can't be mad about man. that. It, That's right. Yeah. Great story, no. and I think the writing was even decent, but, like, yeah. you know, it's no question that Hardy's probably the top songwriter in Nashville right now. Yeah, it's And has it's been wild, for a little man. while. Absolutely. But anyway, what's your number ten? Number ten, man, from the from the biggest star in country music, Mr. Oh. Morgan Wallen. Which one do you think I got? <laughs> mm, everything I love. No, num- the my favorite my favorite track from the, from the album, Ninety Eight Braves. Oh man, I, yeah, that's a it's <laughs> so good, man. I, so it is so good. It was hard for me to obviously it's obvious there's gonna be a Morgan Wallen song on my list it was so hard for me to pick because there were like 10 to 12 that I was like dang I listened to that one a ton I love that one man I really love that one and I had to just yeah. pick one but yeah, yeah Morgan's album was good but yeah it's a good uh, yeah. choice man uh, I settled on 98 Bridge, which I think is I mean he mentioned a couple months ago that, that it, it would probably be a single it's kind of slower it's more traditional yeah, because uh, I mean Morgan's kind of got two sides. He's got the 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 pop side and then the super country side, and this one leans more country. Yeah, uh, and you know, I was 16 years old in '98 when when the Bra- when the Bra- when the Braves almost <laughs> won, and it's uh, you know it's just a it's just a cool unique idea for a song, and I keep going back to it. I mean, so you're dating that's what yourself I had there, bro. That's right. Man. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was like seven. Right. No. Uh, man, number nine. What you got? I've got Religiously by Bailey Zimmerman. Ooh, wasn't Thought, expecting that. Yeah, that one, it it made my, because I was looking through my Spotify top 2023 20, playlist to see like what I listened to the most to kind of like jog my memory on some stuff. Yeah. And this was one that I listened to a ton last year. I, did, good, I didn't man. really yeah. play the album a ton, but like I liked this song quite a bit. Yeah, it's so, good. Number nine, Strong. I've got religiously by Bailey Zimmerman. That's awesome, man. Number number nine, I'm bringing uh, I'm bringing uh, Bro Country back, man. Let's go, <laughs> boys, back home, baby. Let's Dylan go. squared. Dylan, <laughs> Let's <baby>. go, man. <laughs> <laughs> it is so cheesy oh, and it is dude. so straight Bro Country, but when it comes on, I'm turning it up and I am rocking. It's a jam, though, dude. It it's is a jam. jam. Dylan and Dylan. Oh gosh. I- have seen them both live. Both are good. Both put on That's good awesome. shows. And that song is fun. I haven't visited it. I mean, I've definitely listened to it a couple times, but, uh, it, you know, summertime, I think I'll be cranking it. It's like taking off for him, though, for, for Marlo. Like, it's, it's I, a hit. I don't know if it's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's obviously a hit, but I, you know, I think they figured out some stuff on TikTok and social media and, Oh yeah, the, the Dylan Squared thing, and you know, I think it just caught caught some attention, and it's it's working, man. Oh yeah, and seeing Dylan Scott, his growth of the last two, three, four years even has been cool. Yeah, because he's been. I, I thought he was going to be kind time. I thought he was going to yeah. be a bust. Like yeah, and he's he's held on, and now he's really growing. Man. Yeah, I think when the controversy with Morgan and Morgan stepped out of all the touring that summer, and Dylan filled in on the Luke Bryan tour, Dylan Scott, had to help I him. think that yeah. helped a lot. I really did. Yeah, I've always liked Dylan Scott. Like, I'm happy to see that he's growing. And same yeah. for Marlo. Marlo's a little bit newer on the scene, but cool to see him taking off, too. That's right, man. Man, we're at number eight, right? Top eight. Here number we go, eight. man. These are these top eight are... This is tough. This is strong, man. <laughs> I'm looking at my top eight, trying to see if I can flip-flop anything. But I'm going to go with my gut. I've got In Your Love by Tyler Childers. Oof. It's a good such song. Such a good song, man. Beautiful song, man. That one... 
I'm piano. Be, yeah. yeah. And Tyler's vocal is always good, but it sounds so good on this one. I can't wait to see what it does at radio for him. I'll be anxious it's to see fucking, that. It's a fucking... It's an awesome song, <laughs> man. We'll have to put a bleep on that one for the first time. Uh, nah, you're right. good, man. That's funny. So good. Yeah, In Your Love. That's my number eight. What about you, man? Number eight, I've got uh, Money Isn't Real by Jordan Davis. Ooh. Do you know that one? Yeah, I didn't I didn't expect you to put that one on here. I'm, I mean, I'm not... I mean, I'm... If Jordan Davis comes on, I'd listen to him. It's 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 good pop country. Yeah, um, I agree. And he's got, I mean, you know, and he's had some massive hits, and he's gonna be around a while. But most of the time, I'm not gonna say I love this. You know, I love yeah. his stuff. But there's just something about the lyrics on "Money Isn't Real" that is kind of a tried and true thing with country music. You know, you know, he's essentially saying, you know, money's not buying happiness. You know, family and and God and religion and the people that you love—that's what matters. And you know. That's mm-hmm. sung about all the time in country music, but for whatever reason, this one just has stuck with me this year, and uh, uh, I like it. I go back to it quite a bit. That's awesome, man. Number seven, seven. dude. I've got "I Can Lie" by Cameron Marlowe. Oh, you love Cameron. Cameron's awesome. I think he has one of the most underrated, underappreciated voices of today's country music. Absolutely. I, I think he's starting to get some recognition, and people are catching on, but. You know, my mom, God rest her soul, but she was a huge Cameron fan. So, you know, we've been following him for a long... She kind of found him before I did. Like, I know he was on The Voice. And actually, I think he covered a Luke Combs song, One Number Away, maybe? Yep. And, like, I I remember seeing that video because, you know, us being such big Luke fans, that video kind of went viral through, like, the Luke Combs Facebook groups and stuff. But, man, like, the kid is great. Puts on a heck of a show. Sounds so good live. But yeah, I had to go with "I Can Lie" by Cameron Marlowe. That's seven. awesome, man. Number number seven. I've got another one that, that you probably would not expect me to have. Oh, man, let's <laughs> see. Um, Dan and Shay, "Bigger Houses." I I'm not. I know you're like their number one fan as, long, <laughs> as far as them and Florida Georgia Line. So I was, I'm not right. too shocked. I'm just kidding. biggest fan right here. Now you did say that you liked that one though. I remember when it came out, you you told me to give it a chance. That it wasn't as like overproduced as they normally are. So I did listen to it. I like that song. It's good. It's the. It, they just announced it's the current. It's the current radio uh, single. Oh, and I'm sure it's it'll just. Be good. It's another one of those like sentimental. You know, like. Stop trying to find happiness and buying more stuff and, like, uh, look, you know, trying to keep up with the Joneses. Uh, and it's just different for them. And, yeah. I, you know, any time that a big pop country act, you know, strips it down, more country, more steel, more fiddle, you know, more like, you know, like hit, you know, hit at the heart kind of songs, you yeah. know, I'm a, I'm a sucker for that. So yeah. I'm, I'm going to get drawn in. Their voices are incredible. I've always really said is, that. Yeah. I've always died on that hill that they have great vocal talent. I just have never been a huge fan of their music, but they've got some yeah. songs that I can rock out and jam to. I don't know about That's rock right. out, but I can jam to. That's right. Man, we're at number, number six, six man. huh? We got. Oh, I, and I'm I, from my research. This came out in 2023, so correct me if I'm wrong. But I've got "Handle on You" by Parker McCollum. Oh, it's such a good one. That was 2023, right? I'm not crazy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So Handle good. on you. I love that song. I've, man, we went out for my birthday, uh, the first week of January, and I got on the touch tunes, the the watering hole that we were visiting, and I just I played it over and over. I played it like three or four times. I'm like, man, they're gonna kick me off the touch tunes. But uh, no, nah, man, I love that song. It's great. It's so good, man, and it's just 
you know, it fits him perfectly. It's kind of melancholy, and his voice fits it perfect. Yep, I agree, yep. man. Num- number, number six, I don't know. This is kind of a deep cut on Stapleton's new record, but it's called Weight of This World, or Weight oh, of the World. Oh, yeah. It's That's, so good. That one's, I remember like, you told me to listen to that one, actually, I yeah. think, when it came, when the record came out. Yeah, it's 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 what it's what Stapleton does best. It's just a, a heart wrenching. You know, it's kind of similar to Fire Away, which is one of his his first songs that kind of caught fire off a of traveler. And uh, no pun he's just, that's that's <laughs> right, man. So yeah, that's what I had at number six. That's great, man. I love Here we it. go, man. Top so, five. So my number five. Now that I'm looking at my list, I'm like I probably could have dropped this one a little bit and plugged something else a little higher. But you know what? I went with my gut. And I left my list the way I made it last night when I was about to fall asleep. Uh, I've got number five. I've got uh, they don't make them like that no more by Riley Green. Oh, that's so good, man. Yeah, I I love love that that one. I've listened. I almost picked that one. Yeah, Yeah, dude, I've listened to that one over and over and over. When I turn that record on, that's the first one I go to. I just, you know, we again same as Ash. So we've sang our praises about Riley a little bit ago. So I won't get on that soapbox. But yeah, love that song, man. That's my number five. It's a good one, man. Number number five is an older song that was re-recorded and is one of the biggest hits of the year and I think will be remembered oh. as one of the best songs from this year, Save Me by Jelly Roll and oh, Lainey Wilson. Man. So good. So good, man. So yeah. freaking good, dude. Goodness yeah. I mean, it, fit, it fits Jelly so perfect. I mean, it's like exactly what he's trying to get across to people. And, and getting Lainey on it just was icing on the cake. Dude, that one live is like almost a tearjerker. Like oh, it's I can't a, imagine. Like when he's yeah. singing that, it's a, you can like feel the emotion. It's crazy. Like it's so, good. I love that song, man. Yeah. It, it Jelly Roll was another one that was hard for me to pick just one from him because I Whitsit Chapel was a record I burned up this year, this past year. So it was hard oh, for yeah. me to pick. But so good. Nice man. Number four. This may not surprise you as much today as it might have a week ago or two weeks ago, but I've got Cole by Dylan Gossett. Oh yeah, it's blowing up. It is. It just debuted in the top 100 Billboard chart song, whatever the top 100 songs on the Billboard chart. Yeah. And 89, I think. Yesterday. No radio play. No nothing. Nothing. I mean, he's He's kind of came out of nowhere. Really, he's came out of nowhere. Yeah. And the kid, I kind of first caught wind of him. I'm not gonna act like I'm a day one fan, but I think it was like October, November last year when I first kind of heard of him, but I didn't really, I'm not going to lie, kind of just, you know, grouped him in with those Zach Bryan, Sam Barber guys, and was like, oh, it's just another guy doing the same thing, you know? But yeah. then I gave his music a chance, and I'm like, holy crap, this dude is like, little similar, but just his own style, and I, I'm really digging what he's putting out, for sure. So good, man. Cole, Dylan Goss, if you guys haven't checked him out, go check him out. That was my number That's four. Right. What about you, man? Number four is a song that you've already talked about, uh, In Your Love by Tyler Childers. Oh, let's go. (laughs) I mean, I could have had it. I mean, it could have been number one. It could have been number two. I mean, it's a killer song, man. I I have a feeling we're going to have the same number one. (laughs) I have a heavy feeling it's going to be. I don't know. Maybe maybe not. We'll we'll see. What do you got? Number three. Number three, I've got Dirt Cheap, Cody Johnson. Oof, that's definitely his next single. It's amazing on fire song. right now. Yeah. Yeah. If you haven't heard that one yet, get out from under the rock and go check it out. I'm just kidding. Uh, if you haven't listened to that one yet, amazing song. Farm guy talking about, you know, the businessmen come to buy his house and he's just saying, you can't find that dirt cheap. 
because of all the memories he's got at his house of his kids growing up and his dog and his wife and I don't know, just a very good story song. So good, man. So so nothing. Good. I mean, I don't think it was anything over the top like "Till You Can't," but it was just a song, great song, and Cody just delivered it so well. I don't, I don't know if it that boy can sing country music, man. Yeah, I don't think it would have sounded as good coming from anybody else. Like I, I don't think I would have believed it as much coming from anybody else. I agree, man. But yeah, that's my number three, man. What about you? Number three, I've got Old Kanawha by Philip Bowen and Charles Wesley Godwin. It's about the river that literally I can see out my window right now. That's cool. Philip Bowen was on the the America's Got Talent, and he's been making some noise in Nashville because he's he's mostly a fiddle player, but he sings a little bit too. And then he got Charles Wesley Godwin on there because he's obviously from West Virginia too. And it's, it's just an interesting song about the river and just kind of like where it leads and it's kind of a metaphor song about what a you know where, where a river starts where it ends and and it just talks about all these different visuals that I know so well because I grew up here yeah. it's just such a such a cool song that I'll that I'll remember I mean I'll, I'll listen to it. yeah I'll just listen to it for is that on so. Charles record no, it's actually on on Philip Bowen's record. I didn't think. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't think yeah. I recognize it. I'll have to check that one out. I haven't, yeah, it's I've not really listened good, to man. it. I'll check it out. It's man. really good. Old Canal. Number two, man. Number two. I don't know if you what can guess got? it. It's it's from the guy that used to have a mullet, cut it off, Morgan Wallen. <laughs> I just don't know which one you're gonna pick. Yeah, I had to go with the. Uh, I'm trying to change up. Now, I had to go with Everything I Love by Morgan Wallen. So good, man. That one, when, it, when I first came across that one, just the way the band and instruments sound, I'm like, that's very... And like all you old-school country music fans, don't come at me crazy, but it had a very Waylon Jennings vibe to it, I felt like. Absolutely, yeah. The absolutely. instrumentation, anyway, maybe not Morgan's voice or like who he is as a person. I know people can like get offended over that kind of comparison. But the instrumentation was very Waylon, and I was like, this sounds great. And then I would say I definitely, if I had to look at my Spotify stats, I would guarantee that was second to only one song on my year, like, wrapped or whatever, the Spotify wrapped. Absolutely. So, it's yeah, so good. Everything I love, Morgan Wall, man. What'd you have it, too? Number two, I have Single at the Same Time by Ashley McBride. <sighs> Dude, that's a good one. It's so good. I mean, there's that a one ton, a ton of records on, or I mean, a ton of songs on hers, on her new record that are that are so good. But uh, the the single "Light On in the Kitchen," like like you said, yeah. and single at the same time, those are probably my two favorite from the record. Absolutely, man. That gosh, Ashley's that was. I think that was a step up from Lindyville. Oh, I, yeah, I could absolutely. not. I, and I just I don't know. I could not get into Lindyville. Yeah, I mean, I'm, and Mandy, I'm so sorry, but I just could not get into Lindyville, like, at all. But the new project is, in my opinion, ten times better, but. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I respect Ashley for, for making a concept unique. album. And, yeah, it was yeah. so unique, but it, you know, it was just harder to get into. Yeah. Um, but she bounced right, you know, she she came back six months later with a new studio album. And it, yeah, and it was The whole thing great. is absolutely, absolutely amazing. And maybe it's just I didn't understand, I just didn't understand and want to wrap my mind around the concept album. 
Not that it actually sounded bad. I just couldn't get yeah. into the material of the songs. I just couldn't get into it. But Yeah, I agree, man. Uh, yeah. Number one, man. You already huh? know my number one, dude. If you've listened <laughs> to this podcast this That's past right. Year, Me too, baby. Tell, dude, tell it, the people what our favorite song was. It's, dude, it's Where the Wild Things Are by Luke Combs. Absolutely. That's it. That's, that's, <laughs> that's the song that's the of the answer. year. I don't, if it, it doesn't is. win song of the year somewhere, like... It won it here, so that's uh, right. where the wild things are by Luke Combs. It, we could drop the mic right now. I'm, I'm getting off this podcast. Like that was a show-stopping <laughs> best, song, dude. Like, and I remember because we're psycho fans of Luke Combs. We're not psycho, but we're psycho, and we stayed up for the midnight release of the record, and we were texting throughout the whole thing, like doing our first listen through. That's right. And I remember we called each other, and we were. You had told me you're like, listen to, because you kind of skipped around, I think, and I went in order or something. Yeah, I skipped or maybe around you started I, before me. Something. No, I skipped around. I sk- I went straight to Wild Things because uh, there's a guy on Twitter that I follow that is kind of an industry guy, and he had said this uh, is the best song. You got to listen to this song. Is that so I went Chris guy. Yeah, Chris yeah. Owen. Yeah. 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 And I yeah. went straight to it, and I was like, oh man, this is. Yeah, you texted me. This is that. amazing. And then I waited. I, I went in order. And when I got to that, that the last part of that song is just like, it'll punch you in the heart, man. It's like, God, like, wow. Yeah. And Luke didn't even write on it. But yeah. sang it so well, you'd have thought it was his own. And it's then so the good, man. fun fact, it came out that Eric Church had that on hold for a while, supposedly. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm curious to have heard what what Eric would have done with it. It could not have been as good as what I Luke don't think did. anybody could have yeah, sang that as yeah. good as Luke. Like, yeah, it just found the perfect person at the right time. And I remember in April when we went to Nashville when he sang it live for like one of the first times. Like, not many people in the crowd knew it but us. Like in the pit, yeah. anyway. Next like, next year, everybody's going. Oh, like dude! Yeah. Even by Pittsburgh, people were singing it yeah. way more. Like, and that was only what two months later. Yeah, like if that. So yeah, that song is going to be a fan favorite, I think, for a long time. Absolutely, man. Because the album came out in March, incredible. right? It was like March twenty something last year. I can't remember the eighteenth. March twenty fourth. Yeah, twenty fourth. There we birthday. go. March twenty yeah. fourth, and then we saw Luke pretty much a month later in Nashville and. We were those Stan fans that knew every word to every single song. But, yeah, right, it was – that song is going to be a fan favorite for a long time. But that's our top 15 songs. I'm going to throw out some honorable mentions. What else, yeah, what else you got? And some of these I made honorable mentions just because I, I didn't want to put two songs by the same artist in my official top 15. But I've got Man Made a Bar, Morgan Wallen, featuring Eric Church. I've Good got one. Money on Me, Morgan Wallen. Uh, growing up and getting hold, Luke Combs. Yep. The Alan Jackson cover by Randall King, the one you're waiting on. Oh, that's a cool. Uh, this one is kind of country, kind of rock. It's actually both, uh, but the Mockingbird and the Crow by Hardy. Yep. I thought that was just a super unique thing. I I, I did listen to it quite a bit. Um, I think I like it more so just because it's the first time I've ever heard anything like that. I thought it was just super unique. Um, and then the last honorable mention, which. If it wasn't for where the wild things are, this probably would have been my number one. But I've got a uh, "See Me Now" by Luke Combs, just so a good, man. super emotional song. And that one had been out on social media anyway for a while. But yeah, yeah. that one, that's a that's a really good one, man. Do you have some honorables to throw out? Yeah, I mean, like you said, I mean, most of them are just from people. Uh, you know, we picked our favorite people for these songs. So I mean, I, uh, when I think of, when I think of this year, I'm gonna I'll think of. Uh, um, 
Church by Jelly Roll. I love that song. Dude, that's a good one. Yeah, it's so good. And I will think of um, um, probably probably for Luke. I'll probably go back to see me now too. I mean, you and yeah. I just have very similar tastes when it comes to, when yeah. it comes to Luke, and that's I mean <laughs> that's sure. such a killer killer song. So, um, oh yeah, but yeah, I mean, there's ton of ton of great music that came out this year, for sure, man. Yeah. Dang, we're rolling into our top five albums. Uh, Oof, let's do it, man. Because I mean, really, I mean. When I think when I look back on this year, 2023 is going to be a year that I remember projects and albums because there were yeah. I've got, I've got 12 of them written down here. I mean oh obviously my gosh. I've got eight. no I mean you know like I picked my top five but whenever I was making the list I, I literally wrote 12 different albums down that yeah. made an made a big impact this year. You know I believe it, man. There were so yeah. many. Yeah, uh, this one's kind of funny because it was my number five for me was my number five show, but I've got a Never Enough by Parker McCollum, his album that came out. Ah, that that one must have grew on you because yeah. I, I remember when it when it first came out, you 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 liked it, but you weren't like obsessed. I wasn't, with it. yeah, I wasn't super obsessed with it. But I would say maybe over the last three or four months, it's really grown on me. I went back to it, so I, I listened awesome, to it man. a few times early in the year when it came out, and I was like, it's good, but like. You know, it's not growing up and getting old, or uh, getting old. Yeah. Excuse me, it's not yeah. every. You know, one night or I cannot talk. It's not one thing at a time. Like yeah. it's not a monumental record of the year, but like it just it grew on me for sure. Parker, he's good, man. Oh yeah. What about you, man? Number five, I've got Higher by Stapleton. Oh, I knew that was gonna be on there. Yeah, I mean that's your guy. That's shocking that's to good, me though. that. Yeah, I mean, as much as as much as I like Stapleton, for him to only be number five, that shows you how good this year was. Yeah, no, I agree, man. Yeah, that's crazy. Actually, you know what? Let me let me emphasize that a little bit. That is crazy for you to have <laughs> Stapleton there. Yeah, not usually like top Stapleton three. would be yeah top three, top two. Yeah, that's wild, man. Number four for me, I've got Leather by Cody Johnson. Okay, let me let me just go ahead and I, so do I. I've got it <laughs> number four too. <laughs> yeah, Kojo, if he's putting out a record, it's it's making my top five. Uh, but that's crazy that Kojo's... I mean, that's an amazing record, and we've both only got it at number four. I know. Isn't that wild? That's and it's a... Crazy. I mean, it's awesome. I mean, it's a, a great country record. For sure, man. Yeah. Number three. What you got? Drum roll. I've got One Thing at a Time by Morgan Wallen. Oof. You love I, it. I think I could have... I think it... Like, it's number three... I burned it up. Like it's Luke then Morgan. That's why I listened to the most last year. I think at ten to twelve songs though, it's a strong one or two. Yeah. But with thirty something songs, I just so much of that gets lost in the shuffle. But I, it's yeah. still top three for me last year. I listened to it a ton. So yeah, I got one yeah, thing at a time. Yeah. What about you, man? Number three, Wits at Chapel, Jelly Roll. Let's go. And King it, Jelly. I mean, it's really the it's. <clears throat> It's gonna be. I think it'll be the record that. I mean, it made him. It made him the the super megastar that he is. I mean, no doubt, no doubt. I mean, you know, he's been hustling for fifteen years, and I mean, he had the record, you know, last year, the year before, that kind of introduced him to country fans. But this is the one that made him a superstar. Headline festivals, sellout arena tours in you know split seconds, and it is made him a household I mean, name, really. Yeah, I mean, it made him. A, I mean, he was on, you know. Uh, 
New York, New York, New Year's <laughs> yeah. Eve with LL Cool J and Ryan Seacrest. He's like, you can't get any bigger than that. I mean, He's everywhere, man. Now like, Jelly Roll does a two-hour podcast every week with somebody. I mean, yeah. it's crazy He's, how much time he is hustling out there. Like, yeah. is smart, and and it's all just about like redemption and like getting better and like admitting to your struggles and like any anything that you can think of that like. We we as people go through, but most people are scared to talk about. Jelly yes. Roll will talk about that. I mean, and just, whether it's church or like you said, um, um, some of the other, you know, obviously Save Me and uh, mm-hmm. She is on that record and uh, Halfway to Heaven and I mean it's it's just like one after another of songs that like make you really think about mm-hmm. life. Absolutely, so yeah. I agree, man. And he's just a real one. He gives back to his community. He goes to like jails and does things yeah. for the inmates. Like he let I saw a video the other day where he went to a jail and let an inmate cut his hair. Yeah, he, he that's so cool. He pulled a Johnny Cash and went and did a little mini concert at a jail. No, I'm not saying he's like Johnny Cash. Like, don't come at me all crazy, but like, you know, it's just cool. And then he did that huge toy drive in Nashville for uh, Christmas. I don't know if you saw that the Walmart toy drive that he was doing. Yeah. I mean, so like, yeah, yeah, that story about like his his daughter like started that, and he's like helped like expand it to like yeah. all the WalMarts across Tennessee. I mean, yeah, and then wild, his uh, share that he did at the Bridgestone. I'm don't quote me on this, but I think he donated like every profitable dollar to um, local like juvenile detention centers for them to have like music programs and stuff. Yeah, I mean, Something he only like says that. like don't. Don't try to raise money if you're not going if you're not going to give some of your money too. So Jelly Roll he gives money to everybody, yeah. and like he's just helping people. And this album is just like the epiphany of that. It's just like the story of his of him, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just cool. Man. Redemption story, man. Hence why I've got it at number two. So <laughs> I've got so good, I've man. got Wits at Chapel at number two, man. I uh, so so good between. My number one album, which is probably obvious at this point, and uh, Morgan and Jelly, like those are the top three that I just over and over and over and over again listen to. But yeah, that was my yeah. number two, man. What's the chapel? Number number two, I've got uh, "Devil I Know" by Ashley Mandy's gonna be so happy and, <laughs> and like you so much more than me. I'm sorry, <laughs> Mandy. But no. she was she was my number two artist on Spotify last year. I, I mean, saw I, that. I, I listen. I listened to this record, like. You're Learn not to lying. lie and you... Devil I Know and single at the same time and Devil Light I know on in the Kitchen song. and um, uh, was it Whiskey and Country Music and oh. I mean it's just like it's just like um, '90s country mixed with soul mixed with like like uh, deep South Southern rock like Ashley she's just man she's the real deal super so unique too I mean Ashley's a unique just artist you know she really she is. doesn't always sound like anybody else and no she's like, like the female version of Stapleton yeah yeah that's a good comparison like it's like they're it. part of the mainstream but they don't sound like the mainstream yes yes they can make they can make it on country radio but like they're not what you'd expect traditionally to be on country radio at least in yeah. our the past decade or so yeah it's crazy but yeah man number one I don't think this number is gonna one. come to a shock come as a shock to anybody i've got getting old by luke combs ding 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 ding, ding. surprise <laughs> me too man um i figured we've we've hyped this album up enough over we had we years. had luke number one for shows songs and out 
<laughs> Dude. And, Both of us did. And I know, I mean, we're obviously big fanboys, and it's funny that we picked the same for all three, too. We picked the same number one album, the same number one song, and the same But it's undeniable, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is. Like, I don't know... I don't know what you guys want from me, okay? It's number one. Right. I feel like even if you're not a diehard Luke fan, you still have a good argument for those to be number ones. Like, if you're a true, honest, modern country music fan, I feel like you'd have a good argument to put all those at your number one, no matter who you are. Absolutely, but, man. I mean, we, we did a review on it. We don't have to go into, into yeah, super Go check depth, out our review it's... on Getting Old if you want to hear our in-depth thoughts about the record and our uh, top five songs off the record. That's right, but, yeah. Um, it's as good as it gets, though, man. Yeah, it's, it was. It's good. It, you know, growing up was probably, I would say, the least favorite album from fans that Luke's put out. It was still yeah. good, but it was like super underwhelming. I feel like there were some bangers on it. Don't get me wrong, but even I was kind of like, eh, I think I even gave it like a seven out of ten when we did yeah. our review. And usually, Luke, I'm like nine out of ten, ten out of ten, just because I'm super biased. So, for me to give Luke a 7 out of 10 is like, ah. But, dude, Getting Old was, that was the redeeming album, I think. I, this is, I think this is his best project he's ever put out. Yeah, it's so good, man. And the and debut was okay. huge, like, the de- statistically, anyway. Yeah. But, like, it's cool, and I, I knew we weren't going to get in depth in this, but here I go. But, like, you've seen the growth of him as a person through his music. As many fans have said, he's just like a, just comes off as like a relatable guy he's not some model looking dude in skinny jeans like it used to be during the bro country era it's just a bigger dude in a fishing shirt man it's just a relatable guy yeah and, relatable uh, songs relatable guy yeah and this one's in a lifetime voice <laughs> yeah dude, for sure but uh yeah getting old's our number one i'm not shocked by that uh, you, know, I, you know we didn't even mention um the the zach bryan album no at all. Uh, and i mean I'm not as big of a Zach fan, probably as you are, but it's. But I mean, I, I, you know, I respect him, and I mean, yes, it's a massive album, and it's got one of the biggest hits of country music this year on it, and that. But that just shows you how big of a year this was. I mean, Riley Green had an amazing album. We didn't. Neither one of us put that in our top five. Zach, mm-hmm. um, and I had uh, Family Ties by Charles Wesley Godwin was probably my number six album. Oh um, yeah, that was. I mean, it's just. What a year, man. I just don't Crazy. know. We've talked about it a hundred times, but I just don't know how, how it's going to get topped because almost every single like, person that matters in country music had a massive yeah. moment in 2023. Crazy, like, you know what I mean? Like, like, it was crazy. Yeah, I had my honorable mentions. I actually had both of those as honorables. I had Family Ties by Charles Wesley Godwin and Zach Bryan's self-titled record. And then I had... Um, the Devil I Know, Ashley McBride. Yeah. The Mockingbird and the Crow by Hardy. Yeah, I mean, that The Mockingbird and the Crow by Hardy was a huge album for him. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, the last one I had is an honorable, and I know I said I didn't really listen to this album a ton, but, like, I thought it was a good project for him, uh, Religiously by Bailey Zimmerman. Yeah. I thought it was a good project for Bailey. It made him a star. I mean, it made him a star. I mean, and the and, streaming I mean, was astronomical oh, for yeah. it. It's crazy. And neither one of us has mentioned... Um, Oh, shoot. Uh, is it Teenage Dixie by Muscadine? Yeah, Blyline? Muscadine. I yep. mean, that came out like January or February, so it feels like it was a long time ago, but that was a 2023 album. Yeah. And those, you know, they're they're another one that kind of like straddles like mainstream sounds sometimes, and then sometimes mm-hmm. they sound really indie. 
yeah, and they take down. they take swings you know, at a lot of they really things. yeah they yeah. take swings. Yeah. I definitely yeah. think that they're they live on the border of being creatively unique and then falling into like you know porch swing angel type songs, but they haven't really put anything out like that in a while. I feel like no, yeah, they're they're much more like they've matured their own sound yeah. and doing their own thing. So yeah. shout out to Gary and Charlie because they're the mans. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's right, man. I think I, I sent it to you oh, earlier, but they opened for. Have Eric. you seen them? Yeah, they opened oh, for that's Eric. Right. And, uh, yeah, so I I didn't see their whole set because you know me, I had to hit the merch table. <laughs> so when I got, we were late getting in, and I uh, had to hit the merch table and get an Eric poster. So God, I, I got oh, to man. see what a show. like the last four, three or four songs they did, and it was great. I mean, yeah, it was. Uh, Gosh, I saw so many shows. It was Muscadon, Tritt, Travis it? Tritt, and yeah. Eric. Yeah, what a freaking lineup, dude! That was such a man. that was when my mom passed. That was like such a blur of a time. It was the same week, and I, my yeah. mom was supposed to be there because she loved Eric too. But like, yeah. uh, what a show, though, man! Oh my, what a lineup! And we were super close too. We were like, we weren't in the pit, but we we're in the lower level pavilion. I guess you'd call it the pavilion at Riverbend. Uh, probably like eight rows back, probably. And it was just, what a lineup. That could have made my top five shows, honestly. I'm, I feel like I should have put that instead of Parker, but uh, I don't know. I went with my gut on my list. <laughs> That's right, man. But, I mean, we're going we're gonna to look back on 2023 as, like, an absolute seminal, piv- pivotal year in country music. Like, yeah, this is... It's going to be... It'd be interesting to see where it goes from here. It might go up, might go down, might change, but 2023 is going to stand alone as one of the as one of the three or four biggest years in the history of country music. Oh, 100%. Statistically, like you said a little bit ago, probably the biggest. Yeah. Like I mean, maybe have, not opinion-based, maybe if right, you're yeah. if you're stuck in like and I still think 90s country was the best era of country music, but if you're stuck in the 70s or the 90s, you may not think that 2023 was the best year but if you look at the stats and the popularity that country music hit across all genre it's un- undoubtedly the biggest year that country music's had yeah i mean morgan zach luke can sell out any stadium in the country multiple times stapleton stapleton's doing does the you know does stadiums and Jelly Roll is probably not very far from being able to do stadiums. You right. still have Ken- Kenny that that is older guard, but is still doing stadiums. You've got Garth that, if he wanted to, could do stadiums. There's no other genre of music right now that's got five or six or seven people that can sell out football stadiums. I mean, George, <laughs> which George yeah. and Stapleton usually do them together. Yeah, sixty thousand people back to back nights for for Luke and for Morgan, and I mean that's. That's you know Taylor Swift is the only other artist that can do that, right? <laughs> I mean, it's and wild. that's Taylor Swift. Like, right. come on. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, man, it was a year. I'm I'm anxious to see what 2024 brings. Man, and I know we both have a lot of shows booked for 2024. I can't wait to get to them. I've got Clay Walker in February, Parker McCollum in February, Oliver Anthony sometime, Tyler Childers, Luke Combs twice. Uh, and I know other ones are going to pop up. Like, it's, you know how it is. It's inevitable. Oh, it always pops up, man. I'm, I'm got... trying to get Dylan Gossett tickets. He's coming to a small, like, bar in Cincinnati that only holds, oh, like, awesome, 300 man. people. But it, it's it been sold out. It's sold out pretty quick. And the tickets were only, like, 20 bucks. But I, I didn't even think to check his tour dates at the time they went on sale just because, like I said, I wasn't really big into him yet. And then... 
I just checked a few weeks ago, maybe like a month ago, and they were sold out, and they were on StubHub for like two to four hundred dollars. They're like twenty dollar oh tickets, and I'm like, I'm not paying that. But wow, that's uh, crazy. So if they come down a little bit like to maybe like the hundred dollar range, I'd probably pay that. But uh, especially to see them at like a bar that only holds like three hundred people, I think that'd be really cool. Yeah. But we'll see. That one's in April, May, something like that. Lori's Roadhouse is stacking them up this year too they really are man and I, they, yeah they and i'm sure we'll go crazy. hardy just announced riverbend as well so he's gonna be coming to riverbend i don't know if yeah. i'll go to that though it's on thursday uh and he's headlining country concert up in fort Laramie this year on saturday so we'll probably just do that that's been yeah. kind of our tradition the last few years just going up the country concert no matter who's playing it's just a good environment you have to come with us man clint black i can make it there. i'll be there clint black your favorite <laughs> you know I love those 90s guys yeah oh Clint's a legend yeah he'll be there I can't think off the top of my head who all's gonna be there Bailey Zimmerman will be there maybe Priscilla I don't know I'll have to look but I'll text I feel like there. she always pops up at all the festivals <laughs> yeah she's another one that's just fun she puts on a fun show have you got to see her yet uh, oh wait I don't... acoustic jam when we went Oh, that's right. That yeah. was awesome. Man. Yeah, that was fun. That was when she was kind of just taking off, though. Like with mainstream, Gosh, man, we have it's. We that can't was, even remember. That was all the freaking shows almost said. three years ago, dude. <laughs> I know, man. That was during COVID. I can't. And time flies. How long have we been doing this podcast? Going on four years now. Yep. Crazy. Yeah, it's bad when you've been to so many shows you can't remember who you've seen, man. It's a blessing. That's. Right. A, I'm thankful. I'm grateful that we're able to do that, but. All right, man. I know. I, yeah, I'm pumped for all these shows, but let's go ahead and run through our least favorite music really quick, <laughs> and then we'll let these guys go. But That's um, right. I'll run through. I'll just run through. I have five songs written down here that. What you got? Were my least favorite. I've this got, is this is this is known as the uh, Nico Moon uh, <laughs> Award. Right? You know, he didn't actually make my worst list this year, but it's probably because I didn't pay attention to what he put out. That's right. Um, yeah, this is the Nico Moon Award. No offense to <laughs> anybody affiliated with Nico Moon, but uh, yeah, everyone that is a longtime listener knows I'm not a huge fan of all that he puts out. But anyway, um, I've got Seaforth, Get the Girl. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. Uh, I've heard of them, but I don't. I don't know that song. Thank goodness. I think I they are absolutely the terrible. Yeah, yeah it's awful. And if they ever hear this, I'm so sorry. But I saw them open <laughs> up for Ernest, not in October of last year, but in April the year before. I saw them at Brick Street, and he they opened up absolutely 100 percent one of the worst acts I've ever seen. And uh, I might. I don't know. Hopefully, they don't have a super fan listening right now. I'll feel bad, but respect them for doing what they do, but just not my taste. Uh, Luke Bryan, but I got a beer in my hand. <laughs> Poor I, Luke. <laughs> I thought that was absolutely a horrible song. It, it could be a jam, like it could be a fun song, but I thought it was absolutely terrible. Um, Breland and Keith Urban, Throw It Back, terrible. Ugh, bad. Um, Fancy Like Christmas, Walker Hayes. <laughs> I had that one too. Yeah, let's move on from that. That the fancy like era was interesting, but let's move on from that and quit using the cash cow that it is. And uh, Chevrolet, Dustin Lynch, and Jelly Roll. <laughs> Me Thought too, man. I th- we we always come up with the same stuff. I was There's... gonna say you probably. What did you have anyone? Any other ones that I didn't list? 
Um, I had Fancy Leg Christmas. I had Chevrolet. And then this came out the year before, but it was a huge hit this year. And it was one of my least favorite songs of all time, which is Dancing in the Country by Tyler Hubbard. <laughs> oh, my Lord. I, uh, I hope Shane's played it so this. much. That's, oh, gosh. That's Shane's so favorite much. artist. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, uh, gosh. No, nah, I'm joking. Shane's, Shane's my buddy. But uh, If I yeah, never hear that song again. The music video, man. the little jump and the hop where he's dancing. <laughs> dude, I'm like, yeah. what are you doing, T-Hub? Like, oh, my God. <laughs> no, nah, terrible. I, he did put out that one song uh, back then, right now. Is that what it's yeah, called? That's his, yeah, that's his current song. That's actually yeah. good. Shane yeah, told it is me good. about that. Yeah. I looked it up. It's actually pretty good. I'll... Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's it's FGL without Brian Kelly, That's right? right? So it's That's like, right. come on. But yeah, I I don't know. I'm indifferent about the Tyler Hubbard solo artist era. I'm indifferent. I'm yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm happy for them, both of them for chasing their goals. But yeah, that was a terrible song. It's in the country. I mean, it, but that it was shows you how, how big Jelly Roll was this year that he could put a song out as bad as Chevrolet with Dustin Lynch and like people don't even care because they love Jelly Roll right, so much because right. that song is awful. And it got they, like no hate oh. really online. Like you didn't see many people even talking about it. And I'm like, this song oh, sucks. It's so bad. <laughs> it's so, love so Jelly. Bad. Not a huge Dustin Lynch fan. Maybe some no. of his old stuff I really liked, but yeah, uh, yeah, man, terrible. That's crazy. That's what we got, man. That's it. Well, guys, let us know what you think. Comment on our social media. DM us on Instagram or send us a private message on Facebook. Let us know your thoughts on our ranking. Maybe let us know what your favorite stuff was from 2023. Um, If you think we're bozos and don't know what we're talking about, that's fine. (laughs) You're entitled to that opinion. It's all good. But, uh, yeah, guys, you can find us everywhere on social media, at Country Convos. We're on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook all major streaming platforms everywhere. So I appreciate you guys tuning in. And did you have any final thoughts, my man? Just looking forward to 2024. It's here. So far it's been slow with new releases, but hopefully something big comes out and we'll, we'll catch up with it with all you guys and review it. But that's right. Until next time, keep it country and take care of each other.